All right, nothing says skater DIY creative project like planning to start at four and then starting at 614. This is all my skate videos. I'm Carl, I'm joined with Ian Hello. in person. Real real life, we're doing this. Yep, we're right next to each other. How do you feel? Good. We went skating today, how was that? It's hot, it was like 70 something degrees today. Yeah, black t-shirt was a good choice though. I was pleased with that. Yeah, black today. beanie too. Oh yeah, quality, gotta let the hair flow. Yeah, we are here at Holistic Skate Shop in Reading, and I'm lucky enough to be joined with owner of Holistic Skate Shop to start off our uh, cast today. JD is with us. JD, what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, really hyped to be a part of the podcast today. Uh, really hyped that you pronounced uh, Reading instead of calling it Reading like everyone does. Uh, and yeah, we're, we're starting this at uh, 6.15. And it's November 5th and it's 78 degrees. Yes. And this episode will be dedicated to gone too soon. Aaron Carter moment of silence. Yeah. Everyone just take a bow. Take you a know. bow. Okay. And we're back. Um, we're in here at holistic and I know you from temple university fellow temple alum. JD is here. Tell us a little bit about holistic. I'm going to start with the name in particular. I know it's a font, but is there anything else besides that? with the shop name we need to know yeah so uh i guess we got to go back a little bit to like 2012 uh the year i graduated temple university like carl said i attended university with him and uh i graduated in 2011 and uh i decided to move back home and start the shop in 2012 and yeah the name was uh it, it came up it was a little bit of bouncing back and forth but uh i was taking a lot of i, I majored in anthropology and history so like one of the the topics that came up in anthropology a lot was like the holistic approach and it's like one of the core tenets of anthropology so i just thought that name kind of stuck a little bit and i was i was dating a girl at the time one of my ex-girlfriends and uh we kind of like just were th shooting names back and forth on what to call the shop and holistic just kind of stuck out and i was like okay that's the name that's the one we're gonna go with so you know i spent like the entire summer of 2011 to 2012 just reading like business for dummy books and once we kind of knew that like I was going to do the holistic font, I, I reached out to another temple alumni, uh, Michael Perry, who went to Tyler school of art and told him, I was like, you know, holistics, the name, can we do a font? And he kind of like worked on it for about, I think two and a half to three months. He, he hand drew the, the logo 500 times until they came up with the one that you see today. That's awesome. I'm into that. And it's been going on for how long? When did you start again? 2012? Yeah, we've been a, a skate shop now in business from 2012, and today it's 2022. So August 4th was our first day in business, so it's been 10 years. Nice, nice. I'm glad to be here. The first time I came through here, I biked here from Philly. Do you remember that? I, I do, yeah. It was, a, it was a wild day because, uh, you know, skate shops are so cool because, like, you know, you have your locals and you have your regulars that come in all the time, and, you know, every once in a while, you just get people that walk in the door and you're like, oh man, this is crazy. And like one of those days was Carl. He, uh, he was biking up the, the trail, the tune trail and came through Reading and he was in full bike gear. And yeah, it was like walked in and we were like, oh too. my God. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Can't believe I did that. Um, let me ask, why is a skate shop in Reading needed in your opinion? Uh, so, I mean, for, for a, a multitude of reasons, I mean, there's always been a core history of skateboarding in in this area i mean you could go back as far as the 70s and early 80s and you know we we had a really prolific skate park uh called jackson wald or magic skate park that was out in uh, northeast reading in the exeter area 
the Jackson Wald neighborhood is why it kind of has that nickname. But yeah, there was like a pro shop there and a skate park and it was basically made of old asphalt that had like roll-ins and roll-outs. And over the years, a bunch of skaters came through and started like building like like half pipes and mini ramps. Like Chad Kramer was one of them and a few other like local people. And it was pretty famous because it had a it had a pool, like a like a roll into a pool called the Kink Sink. And a lot of pro skaters would come and skate the park. Like I know uh, Chuck Treese was always there. Uh, Bucky Lasik came through town a few times. Uh, Mike Vallely. I'm sure there's m- m- like a whole bunch of other pro skaters. But just through the the scene, uh, there was a pro shop in uh, in called Wheels in Motion. It was like or Spinning Magic. It was like there was a pro shop there. And then when the park shut down, uh, there was another shop that popped up. And then in the early '90s. Uh, late late nineties, like mid nineties, uh, Abydos skate shop opened up, and there was also Joey's bait and tackle shop, and a lot of skaters got all their gear there. And then when Abydos shut down, there was a new shop that opened up uh, called Pocket Aces, and that shop was uh, one that I actually helped out with for a few years. Like during my my, my last two and a half years at Temple, I was coming home on the weekend kind of helping out and, and kind of like, you know, helping learn how to like order product, helping with the managing and everything. And Rachel, who ran that shop, like held it down for probably close to like three years. Uh, she moved the location from Seeking Spring to here. And after like two years here, she realized she wanted to like step down because she had it. She did it mostly for her kids and they were getting older, graduating from high school, kind of moving on for college and everything. So it came down to like who was going to buy the shop or were we going to let it go or, you know, so a lot of us started talking kind of like, who's going to buy it. And me and my friend, Dan Steffens kind of went back and forth for a couple of weeks and I thought he was going to do it. And then the money just didn't come through last minute. And that was when I was like, just graduating college. And I was like, I don't really have any prospects. Like if I'm going to do this now, like now's the time. So I moved back home and started the shop. But one of the reasons why I started the shop here in Reading is just because there's always been a good scene of skateboarders. Like it's a lot of people say this, and I'm sure you've heard this on other podcasts, but when you say there's something in the water, like, there's a lot of amazing skateboarders that have come through like and grown up here. Like back in the early nineties, we've had Sergei Chernowski who went on to like ride for sub zero and was in a bunch of those early nineties videos, skated love park skates, municipal plaza, like every weekend. Uh, he's like still going probably close in like late forties yeah. and he's crushing it. And uh, you know, after him, you had like Dan Hetrick who also lives in Philly. And if he stepped on a board today, he could probably like crush it at pops. Park. Good Nolly backside flip. Uh, the Very best. good. Just, you know, you got to go to Pops and watch some of that footage. Does and he still live in Philly? He does. Yeah. Okay. And and then uh, after Dan, you know, Kyle Nicholson came up and also crushes it. Like he comes back home every once in a while, and it's always a treat to catch him at Stonecliff in the morning if you get out there and see him do some stuff. And then uh, recently, Mario McCoy just turned pro for Santa Cruz. So you know, we have a history of of amazing skateboarders, but then we also have an, a history of just people who have stuck with it and like have a good scene like there's always kids skating that ever since i started the shop there's been like almost two solid groups of younger kids that have taken it up and are still skating in their early 20s now and in their teens that's good i didn't know that um it went back that deep i always think of surge as like the starting pivotal reading skater yeah. but it goes back even further that's awesome to hear about let's talk about the shop in particular what brands sell the best give me like the top three uh, do you want just a brand or like a distribution? Like what? I mean, you can say distribution or brand. Top yeah. top three that you feel as if move. Cool, cool. Yeah, I I mean it's it's kind of all over the place. It really depends on the year. You know, obviously skateboarding comes in waves. There's like 
peaks and valleys to popularity with brands. But I mean, as far as like this year goes or like overall, like, I mean, obviously the deluxe brands are kind of like the staple, like we're always selling Spitfires, Thunder Venture, Real, Antihero Crooked. That's like always a mainstay. Uh, Sleeping Shocker, you know, coming in is actually April Skateboards. Really? Rush it with April Skateboards. Why do you think that is? I took a chance on it when it first came out. Uh, A friend of mine, Josh Lopez, is the rep for them. And and he reached out and was like, hey, do you want to carry it? And I was like, of course, you know, like, I'm a big fan of Shane O'Neill. And, you know, Uto is Uto. You know what I mean? And I was like, I'll give it a try. Mm -hmm. We've been getting it in. We, We go through the boards pretty quick. And obviously, like, then your staples, like Quasi. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other, like, like other board brands but like yeah just all the staples i mean santa cruz does really well for like for Mario being sponsored by them like kids will come in and buy boards from that like well we'll do well with scum code because of kyle sure yeah yeah what about brands or items that have sat what brands don't do that hot here that you've tried and maybe haven't touched since uh, i mean i could go into a huge list of them i feel like with my shop i try and be as, as open as i can with brands and try and give them all a chance and like not just stock them one season you know oh they didn't do well you know so like one one or two that like just never really took off i mean you're looking at like decline back in the day oh I mean, wow yeah tried, that's it crazy in. it's in that timeline too i never think of it as like the 2010s but it was yeah it was a huge 2010 brand yeah so decline was one of them i mean i i and and you know backing off of decline like you know we try to get it going because you know decline basically went into business and then evolved and turned into state footwear and same thing like state footwear we've carried and it's it's one of those brands i want to see do really well but you know, we don't have a local that rides for them. I mean, I'm sure it does well in the in the pockets of people that like are sponsored by them. Right. But yeah, and then I guess like one I haven't taken a chance on yet that I would like to try, but I'm not. I'm kind of iffy on is maybe last re- or not not last resort. Uh, ours is yours, which is like uh, Herman's new. Herman's, company. yeah, yeah, like the new G code reissue they did it looks really good. But like, I just feel like we need like one or two more silhouettes before I'm like. Yeah, ready. that's hard to pick footwear that you think is going to go well. Yeah, Ian, give us um your opinion of the board wall. There are, are a variety of boards I've never seen so many stacked like in one of those uh on what what do you call this little contraption here, the movable one, JD? Uh, I, I just call it the board box. The board my, box. my friend, yeah, my friend Jeff built that. He uh repurposed an old uh, Converse. Actually, shipped this one of those like barriers that they gave shops, oh, like okay. those big black barriers. So he actually took the old wood and repurposed it into this like little movable like board rack shelf. Looks good. You got to come check it out. Ian, what jumps out to you with the board wall? I mean, the remarkable number of boards on the wall, first off. I, I also heard a rumor you guys might have a storage unit or two of, uh, of boards sitting around. Is that true? Uh, yeah, we actually do have a storage unit. It, it doesn't have uh, boards. It's actually back stock for our footwear and for our apparel. Oh, okay. So we have it all organized back there. So if customers come in, they don't see something physically on the wall or in the in the rack. Like they can search our online store and order online or just order for pickup. And we just run out back and grab the product and bring it in if you want to try it on. That sounds like a good setup. And I mean, you guys are well stocked. It looks like you have at least one of everything that anybody could want from a skate shop. Yeah, I feel like uh, I'm kind of in that curse of like, you know, I feel like some skate shops try to just pick a few brands to kind of convey to customers and do it well. Like we're kind of like the skate shop, like the jack of all trades skate shop. Like we just get a little bit of everything and try and cater to like whatever anyone will be into. But I feel like it's, you know, after 10 years of doing this, I feel like this is the kind of shop you could come into. And no matter what type of skater you are, what what you're into, like what type of terrain you skate, you could come in and probably pick something out here. And if you can, I mean, can't really help you. (laughs) What do you do when 
people come in and they can't quite find something they're into? Uh, I mean, I am kind of nice about it. Like, you know, it's it, it happens more with footwear than it does with with uh, with decks. But like, you know, I'll make an effort to try and reach out to the brand and see if I can stock a certain model or if it's like in stock, if I can order a different colorway of the same model or something. Like, I'm pretty good about working with local people about stuff they're looking for. And I mean, unfortunately, when it's brands we can't carry, there's not much I can do. But I, I always just recommend like the local closest shop that carries the stuff. Yeah, I mean, at a glance, I'm looking at the shoe wall and I'm looking at a mix of Adidas's that I haven't seen. So I'm stoked that you have that wide variety of shoes that maybe I've heard of, but have never fully seen in person. I'd say there's a plethora. And uh, the online website, what is that again? Uh, it's just holisticskateshop.com. And it's pretty easy to use. If you if you ever like log on to our URL, like you can just find the there's a little search bar, like magnifying glass. If you click that, and you just type in shoe Adidas and whatever your size is, it'll bring it right up. Or you could use shoe Vans and whatever your size is, or just do shoe in your size and it'll bring everything up in your size. It's simple enough. Um, being that we're in, I don't want to say this is middle of Pennsylvania, but I notice you don't have snowboards. And is that on purpose? Is it something you've pondered? I'm not pushing for it. I'm just curious because at this point out away from Philly, I always think like, oh, well, some places might have snowboards as an option so why yeah yeah that? yeah snowboarding is is it's kind of a hit or miss out here like we do have a mountain local that's called uh is it bear creek yeah bear bear creek is like the local mountain around here and and then we also have blue mountain and they're both like about an hour hour and a half away so it's it's there's definitely a snowboard scene out here but i mean in the in like the southeastern pennsylvania area for anyone that's been out this way like you know we deal a lot with like buckman ski shop and it's kind of like a almost like a zoomies type shop for snowboarding like it's a family-owned company but like they have like they basically make pool chemicals and then like the actual like like ski and snowboard shops are just kind of like the extra stuff that is that true they make chemicals yeah Yeah, uh, it's like they do pool chemicals so like the family does and then like the part of the family owns like the buckmans so it's kind of like the buckmans are kind of like using like the money from the other business to like kind of keep oh wow so it's like they have like more buying power for like ski and snowboards than like we would ever do and like for anyone that comes in the shop, just like Carl said, like we're pretty stacked up. So like even to stock boards for in here and, you know, it, it would just be a tight fit. And, You'd have uh, to take them out to the containers at that point to pick out the snowboard. Yeah, pretty that. much. And and honestly, like growing up too, like I'm not, I, I do snowboard. I was in the Temple University Snowboard Club, but it's like, I, I don't have the expert knowledge that I do with skateboarding, like with snowboarding. So I feel like I would be kind of like cheating it a little bit, like just trying to like maybe add something on to sell. And the other unfortunate thing compared to skateboarding and snowboarding is like snowboarding so particular, like one season, like skinny pants are in and then the next season it's baggy and like, you know, but it's like, you know, the, the, the apparel is like, you know, you're looking at 150 upwards of $500 and then same thing with your boards, like they're 300 to like almost $700 for the deck. And like, you know, if it's last season stuff, you just have to slash it down half price and it's not like it has longevity then. So that's one of the reasons why I haven't really dabbled in the snow section of it. Got it. Ian, any questions for JD? Well, we're here on a Saturday and I noticed a lot of people just walking past and poking their head in and stuff. Do you guys get a lot of just random foot traffic? Like, do you make a decent amount of sales off of people wandering in off the street? Yeah, yeah, it happens. Uh, I think the biggest thing that brings people in, and I know I'm, I'm looking at my employee Max right now because he's smiling, and like, you know, it's we uh, on our tag on our on our awning outside. It says "Old Fashioned Wooden Toys," which we did as like kind of a joke and an homage to like 1970s skateboards being like old fashioned toys, you know, wooden toys. So we get a lot of like older people that come in looking for the old fashioned wooden toys. So that's like our number one walk in. Does anybody ever come in thinking that it's a sex shop? 
oh, dude, I wish. No, it's not. It's never happened. But uh, definitely a lot of old people it's that come old, in. Old toys, you know. Yeah, they they you know they want the whims. Maybe the wood know? is what they focus in on. They're like, oh, they have wood toys. Like that'd be cool. <laughs> Yeah, so they, they'll come through and, and poke their heads in and ask, like, where the toys are at and stuff like that. Uh, and it's also tough, too, because, like, we, we if you've ever been to the shop, it's kind of got, like, a little alcove in the middle. So it actually looks like both the left-hand side of the location and the right-hand side are connected, but it's two separate businesses. And since I've been here, it's always been a comic book shop and, and, and toy collectible shop to the left of us. So a lot of people think it's the same shop on each side, even though it's different. So that's, like, one of the other things that's kind of kind of tough around where we're at. Got it. Got it. Okay. Anything else, Ian? No pressure. No, no. Okay. Max, you want to chat? No, Steph, you want to chat? All right. Bring him on. In the interlude, Ian and I are going to talk about our uh, our findings today when we were out about. We went to what was that first park that we went to today? Uh, today we started oh, Lancaster off, DIY. Yeah, we started off in Lancaster uh, near my house. We were at the Millersville DIY, which thank you again, everybody at Ignition, for putting that together. It's looking really nice. I'm far less embarrassed to take people there now when they come from out of town. Uh, we went from there to check out the new Lidditz. Well, actually, we're not there yet. I had something asked. Did you happen to know that the one dude's long sleeve set had a picture of a pigeon on the back and it said, I am a lie? I did notice that. I figured it was. What do you think about that? I didn't really think much of it because I didn't know what it meant, but it was an interesting uh I asked because I was at work this week and there was talk of some people thinking that birds are made up. Birds are not real. Oh, and right. I saw that, that again. Thing, yeah. <laughs> That's like a thing some people think. We should have asked him. Damn. He was too busy filming. He asked you if he could go skate the one area. Dude, he was getting clips in the first like five minutes. He was, he was ready. He came ready to clip up. Yeah. We also talked there about the idea of zero Sundays and let me ask you if zero Sundays are for Sundays what do you think the other days should be for I mean slappy Saturday has a good ring slappy to it. Saturday does that you, you can do slappies on Saturday when you're hung over from Friday and then just throw yourself down 25 stairs on Sunday for church nice little wake up to yeah. help set off the week yeah. part of me thinks magenta Mondays would go well you're well, sliding into the week power sliding into the week okay all right it's got yeah. a ring to it about tuesday Trick, um, tricky tuesday tricky tuesday well, i was thinking brand wise like what what brand uh what brand start with t tire tuesdays tire tuesdays sounds pretty good we have every board brand behind us we can find something and probably baker wednesday <laughs> no we can do better than that april wednesday sure <laughs> um yeah random thought that we thought of and you also had a review of the Knox godoy thank you collab which jd i have a question for you about that um, i didn't really have a review of it i was just confused by it. oh okay <laughs> here here's it you want to hear my you want to hear my dumb idea today that i told ian um yeah i had this dumb idea that illegal shit illegal shiv should put out a board that has a picture of mikey taylor al davis and then fred gall so it's mikey al fred mikey alfred oh, that's, a, that's a banger dude. pretty dumb right oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah pretty dumb um we wanted to have a little game he, jd you're already here is there uh 
an opponent you would like to choose, choose your fighter for this game. You don't have to fight them. You don't have to play skate. It's just going to be a very chill game. All right. You're uh, going to love it. Yeah. Uh, we're bringing on a guest. Uh, it's one of my customers. It's uh, Stefan. Okay. Let's give it up for Stefan. <laughs> Stefan, are you up for this? What's up, guys? Okay. How are you doing? I'm, what up? I'm with it. I'm with it. Okay. Do you have a pencil near you? Pen? Anything? Yes, I do. Okay. Do you have something to write on? Uh, that could work. All right. JD and Stefan have stepped into the ring. Do we have a name for this game? This is your shit. I don't know. This is mine? Yeah. Okay. Um, we're going to have a drawing contest. I'm going to say <laughs> six brands. You'll have 30 seconds to draw. And then we'll have our judges, myself, Carl, Ian, and maybe Max will step in and judge of who drew these logos the best. Of course, we're not video, but we'll describe what we see when we get them. Yeah, this is, this is going to be so bad. We got we to gotta draw something specific. Yeah, right? yeah. I will tell you both what brand logo you're going to draw, and then you're going to draw. You have to draw Hubba Wheels. <laughs> that would have been a good one. Um, does that sound good? Do you have any questions before we get going? I, I got it. It's, it's all no, let's from memory, do it. so let's, let's do this. Okay. The first bit you're going to draw is the element logo. Go. 30 seconds. Draw the element. <laughs> element logo. Okay. Circle. Pen's not working. I was set up. 19 seconds to draw the element logo. <laughs> 10 seconds to draw the element logo. <laughs> Let's 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 look at it anyway. It's pretty good. Well, hey, you're allowed to use context clues if you want. <laughs> that was the very first thing I said when we were talking about this earlier. It's like some we're gonna be in a skate shop. Like these logos. Oh, you see now, I got yeah, a marker. I'm about to win. That's fine. This, let's call this um the warm up round. Okay, so that one didn't count. I won't cheat you. Yeah. So you have count. you have paper now. I have a lot. All right, that's good. That's yeah, good. I can actually draw now. Cool. Okay. All right, make sure that there's ink in there. For the next one, round two, which is really round one. Thirty seconds to draw the S logo. S footwear. Okay. okay. Not affiliated. But I think there are some pieces you can add to it, like how it used to be in the rectangle. True. It could like. It, it goes in the lower portion of the top. Ten seconds. To draw this <laughs> I'm really tapping into my art skills right now. Somebody sign me up for a graphic. <laughs> All right, hand it to your nearest judge. We've got JD coming in hot with almost looks like a bubble logo. Let's put these together. Uh they both have S. The S in this is capitalized, though, and there's the comma over it. I'm going to say that JD won this round. Yeah? Yeah, I think the rectangle also solidified it. Steph, yeah, the rectangle goes vertical, not horizontal. For what it's worth. For what it's worth. It's been on a lot of binders, I imagine. That's good. All right. Let's go to round two. JD wins that one. Let's put up one for JD. <laughs> All right, you ready? You got paper? All right. You have 
30 seconds to draw the last resort logo. Oh, man, this is a good one. <laughs> it's going to be tough. And while we're doing this, this round, I think we tough. should take a second to give a shout out to our sponsors, which are AutoZone. Get in the zone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. And Hellman's Mayonnaise. Mm-mm-mm. That's some good mayonnaise. Did we miss anybody? Um, oh, and the secret tape. Yeah, secret tape, of course, at the secret tape, secrettape.com. In three seconds, you're going to hand this over. The last resort logo. Yes, I'm timing it. All right. Got JD's submission. It looks as if some sausage fingers with eyes over it. Oh, it's actually valid. You're done. Here, you're done. You cheating over there? I just wrote the name. Oh. oh, all right. Steph, let's compare. Oh, let's Steph. go. Steph, let's Steph go. got that one. The, the right. newer generation brands. I'm telling you, that, that brand came out not too recently. I had it on the memory. <laughs> See, it's a, it's a level playing field. It's their era. I'm playing. Uh, I'm 33, by the way. I'm I'm playing it. Steph, how old are you? 21. I'm 19. 19. He's a 19 year old. So. Yeah, okay. this is this is this is old guard versus young guard. <laughs> That's good. All right, round two. We're one and one. JD's one. Steph one. Let's keep this going. Oh, do I dare do that? That might be too easy. Do I dare do this one? Might be too tough. Let's keep it classic. Spitfire big head logo. Thirty seconds. Go. You're on the clock, man. Start drawing. Spitfire. <laughs> Uh, Ian and I were saying that the head of it's going to be easy, but what goes inside the head's going to be a variety pack. Ten seconds to draw the Spitfire big head logo. Three seconds. Two, one. All right, done. Hand it over. Hand it over. Mine kind of looks like Bart Simpson. <laughs> like like the the Bart Simpson like from like the weird the weird like yeah you know, he kind of looks like Frank from Donnie Darko's mask. <laughs> Pretty good. I don't know, judges. What do you think? We have JD's, which has the curvature of the horns or the flame, the pointiness, the pointiness of it. I think that's the detailed flames. Yeah. Steph's got something going. <laughs> something was going. Steph's missing some teeth. I do like how GD included the triangular um, type of eyes that they have. Looks more sinister that way. And Steph's is cooler, but JD's looks like the logo for sure. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. So you're thinking JD win this round? Yeah. Okay. 30 more seconds. You win the right. been. JD's up so. one. Give it up for JD. Let's keep this going. We got two more. Oh, these are tough. I don't know, Ian. What do you think? Which one should they do first? Should we do that. Do do that. Hanging in there. In the order. Okay. It's gonna be uh, a honorable mention for our favorite video, cult classic, Pigwood Slaughterhouse. Draw the pig logo. Oof. Thirty seconds. This is a deep cut. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, Try it. Draw what you think. I'll just think pig. <laughs> <laughs> 15 seconds to draw the pig logo it's gonna be brilliant <laughs> all right there we go 
JD's coming in hot with this one. Yeah, I grew up watching that ragdoll part. I'm about to give you guys this one. It's I don't just know. like this, this might be close. Let's put it's it. actually hilarious. Judges, please. <laughs> Channeling all of my fourth and fifth grade art skills right there. All of it. <laughs> you know, it's it's my fault. Actually, if anyone from Tomieto ends up watching this, I don't carry pig wheels here. I should probably get a couple. Oink oink. Oink. Love it. And let's give this back out. It's, it's my fault. I didn't introduce the new generation of pig wheels. Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. How many how many I did I give? I'll do my research after tonight. I'll put my pig logo next to theirs and see how close it was. All right. Did we do? I thought we did. Oh, yeah. We did the test run of that first one. one. Yeah. All right. Um. We're going to let this kind of be your decision on which version of the logo you do, but take 30 seconds to draw the America logo, America footwear. 30 seconds to draw the America footwear logo. Who's currently on America? Uh, dude, Ray Tobin, dude. That kid is just so sick. Yeah, he was uh, ripping at the Rip Ride rally. Leo's still going. Yeah. Is he like chilling though? I mean, they just put out that tour video kind of recently, and he was still nose grinding handrails and shit. Mm -hmm. That nose manual nolly flip bought him a few years, I think. All right, 30 seconds, bring him in. At least you rotated it. When I was thinking of it in my head, I was so convinced that it wasn't. I'm, I'm like, I have confusion. I'm trying to do the top one and the bottom one. Oh, yeah, you, you totally win this round, dude. They're kind of I feel like I have like logo dysmorphia because running the shop for 10 years, these people have changed their logos so many times. A lot. It's just like, it's, it's oozing in my brain. Like yeah. the morphing. Every time he says a logo, the first thing I really do think about is like the intro to some video that I've watched. It's not, I don't think about the clothes first, which is actually funny to think about. I, it's it's funny too because I think when I think of America, I think of the triangle logo because it's like what they call all their t-shirts. So I'm like, that's triangle. Yeah. The triangle thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys think? Who wins this one? Definitely Stefan. I'm I'm, yeah, I'm calling it. His the spelling: E E M A R I C A. <laughs> Were y'all about to just let that slip? Oh man. I saw it by it. Ima Rika. I feel like it'll make it better because it's tied, you know. It wouldn't be tied. That'd be two, three, two. Yeah. Uh, let's give it to Steph. That's all I have for today. JD wins by one point. Let's give it up for JD. Um, why we have you on the horn anyway, Steph? Can we talk to you? <laughs> 